Hello and welcome to Stories Told by Friends. The summer that Tegan was five or six months old, you decided it was time that you wanted to buy camping equipment. Hello, I'm your host Dave Dirksen and that's the voice of my wife, Marlis, who joined me on this episode to reminisce a little bit about the early years of our marriage when our kids were young. I hope you enjoy her story, and here it is. So, okay, hey, welcome. Um, I've seen you around. I've been interested in you for a long time. It's nice to finally get a chance to talk. Um, so, yeah. uh-huh. you want to you say who you are? Sure. My name is Marla Sturkson, and... I would say that I'm your best friend. You are my best friend. I remember on our wedding day, that was uh, <laughs> that was what I said in my vows, I think. Today I marry my best friend. I don't, I, it, I don't recall. No, I don't either, but that's what I meant. That's what you meant. Yeah. So, so that's good. I guess no one needs to know anything more about you other than you were born in Rostern. Yep. Yeah, I can give your I can give your intro. You were born in Rostern. And your parents uh, didn't want you to spend a lot of time in Rostern, just in case you might end up marrying a Mennonite. Yeah. Ended up marrying a Mennonite. So, yeah. Came so, around and did it in Saskatoon. Exactly. It was destiny. Yeah. That's because of what they inject you with when you're born in Rostern. You know, like some kind of uh, genetic predisposition <laughs> to marry a Mennonite. Well, to I ex- think to be fair, they decided to move back to their... Catholic hometown for sure yeah. to be close to family, but yeah, anyway, that's right. be closer to Catholics too, I suppose. Yeah, you bet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. And then you ended up having a um, uh, stellar academic career. You became a uh, first-rate teacher, and then uh, in that time, you also had three kids. Who, Our three sons. Yeah, who are delightful and the uh, the light of your life. And if they would just provide some grandkids that would be awesome so <laughs> <laughs> you, you went there i didn't oh no, I, I could read it i wanted to say it before you did <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it okay so that was a fun bio i thanks for sharing that okay did you want to tell a story well i do have a story to tell and i'm sure you will have your own version of this story but in our young married life we young with children like when we had when Tegan was five or six months old we were at a point where we were taking turns every summer so one summer we would sort of go on a holiday and the next summer we would try and do some work around the house and I was always sort of more leaning toward getting stuff done around the home and yard and house and you were always heavily in favor of holidaying and so The summer that Tegan was five or six months old, you decided it was time that you wanted to buy camping equipment. And I was just like, oh no, like, no, like not yet. Like Tegan's only, Tegan's only five months old. Like, can we just wait another summer? And you, but you insisted, nope, nope. I want these kids to love camping and I want them to love the outdoors. And it's got to be this summer. It's, it's my turn. And this is what we're doing. And so I just was like, not 
keen about this at all, but you you persisted and you went out and bought the big tent with the big vestibule and you're and you were just pumped. Like you were just pumped that this is gonna be the greatest thing ever. And I have to admit that I was a bit of a boat anchor. I was like, I'm I don't feel like I'm ready for this. I don't think this is gonna be very good. But anyway, we loaded up whatever we were driving at the time. Fire apple red. We had a we had a van. Apple engine red. We had a we had a, a Dodge caravan base model. Not <laughs> yeah. a grand caravan. No. Just with the skinny end on it and That's we, had, right. we had the rocket box on top to stuff a bunch of crap. Uh, definitely a Gorby sort of setup. Yeah, no doubt. Fly by night. Like we didn't have a lot of money. No, so. no, we kind of splashed out on the tent and yeah, maybe some thermorests and anyway. So we get. I don't even know how. Like I, we get we get this van loaded and these kids in the van and we and you you've got the trip planned and and everything and so you you decide the first stop will be in Drumheller because you know, we won't make it all the way to Calgary that first stretch. Like you, you know, which you always did all along the way, you planned amazing trips and we would get out regularly and find playgrounds and run the kids and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. And, uh, Tegan was five or six months old Yeah, and he basically didn't stop crying for the first <laughs> five or six months. Like he was a horrible baby like in terms of just being he was fussy yeah you say fussy or colicky or whatever he was just that's what it is he was just yeah i mean he had bad guts or whatever it was yeah i'm sure there was a reason for it for him he was crying all the time so there's no way we're going to get all the way to calgary we got to go <laughs> okay and Drumheller also is where the Terrell museum of natural history of is or yes. you know the the dinosaur museum yeah so it, it's a it's a seemingly logical place to yeah stop. yeah yeah, and you had scouted out. You decided we would stay at a campground right in town, if I recall. And, you know, you had all your reasons. But anyway, so we pull up at this campground and you're just pumped. Like, you're just so excited. And you're like, okay, okay, I'll, here's a playground. Marlis, I'll drop you off with the kids at this playground and I'll go over to the campsite. I'll go find the campsite and start setting up the, the tent. And then, you know, once it's set up, then we'll we'll go to the museum and uh so i'm like oh, okay sure so we get out at this playground and i probably get tegan in some kind of swing and we're we're just sort of getting going and and the kids are playing and and i'm sort of standing there and all of a sudden like i don't quite know what's happening but i feel kind of a like a pinch and i'm kind of perplexed and i don't know what's going on and then but it doesn't take me too long to realize is that we are being ravaged by mosquitoes and the mosquitoes like hurt, like they, I, I don't even think I've experienced anything since. Like they would bite and it would kind of pinch. Like it was, it was quite, they were quite painful bites. And so by the time I realized, I'm like, oh my goodness. And I think the boys have reacted at this point too and realized that we're just getting eaten alive by mosquitoes. So I grab Tegan and the other two and we start running like toward the camp or looking for the red van. And we get there and you've figured it out by the time we get there. You've figured out that the mosquitoes are horrible and you've just about got the tent set up. And so you're like, get in the van. And so we jump in the van and you're, you're sort of pitching stuff into the tent and trying to zip it up quick before it gets full of mosquitoes. And then you get in the van and you slam the doors and we're like, okay. You're like, we'll go to the, we'll go to the museum, you know, and, and sort of beat these mosquitoes and we'll come back and finish setting up when at dusk or dark when they're, when they're 
when they're done with. So anyway, off we go to the museum and the museum is amazing and fine. Like it's air conditioned, it's no mosquitoes and we have a great time. And so we, we stay there to closing, which I think is like about eight thirty at night yeah, or like something. Eight o'clock or yeah. Something. It's, it's very late, but we have, you know, the time at the museum is great and everybody enjoys it. And then on the way home, we decide like, we're not going to bother with, you know, cooking at the camp, we decide to just go to Boston pizza on the way home. And so we go and, and load up on not good food, like mac and cheese and orange pop and, or whatever, like the kids are eating. And when, and we go to the bathroom and I think we might've even put pajamas on at Boston pizza just to really yeah. like, cause the, the idea was we're just going to dive from the van into the tent. That's what we do. We sort of one, two, you know, we get, we kind of, get ourselves and we just fly into the tent and we kind of get ourselves all settled. And I sort of settle farthest away from the door. And then the boys are in between. I think you're kind of right at the door. Anyway, we get sort of settled. We start falling asleep. And then Lucas kind of sits up and he goes, I don't feel so blah. Like he just, like he doesn't even get out. I don't feel well. And he's thrown up all over his. That's <laughs> brand new stuff. <laughs> And I mean, I'm in the back, I'm at the back of the tent going, you know, I told you so like in my mind or whatever, like, this is not a good idea. I am not happy. This is not good. And so I just kind of put the sleeping bag over my head and roll over and just let you deal with it. <laughs> well, so think, he, they weren't used to going to Boston pizza oh, and having pop and yeah, no, he, it, it was too oh. like they just gorged and it was just all this rich <laughs> crap and yeah no he throws up and uh so I think you just took the sleeping bag and just chucked it out of the tent or something and I don't know like I don't I don't think you cleaned anything I just think you chucked oh, no, it I cleaned did you, I, <laughs> I doubt it <laughs> but so you I don't know how you manage like I was sort of hiding and in the far balls of the tent and I don't know what you did but anyway got got everybody to sleep and you know I don't sleep well in a tent having a fitful sleep and and honestly about five in the morning I think a train comes roaring through the camp like like there's a train right beside the campground right we didn't notice the tracks (laughs) 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 it was like Ten meters away, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. just rumbling like so. <laughs> it was anyway. It was hilarious. It was just comedy of errors, just one thing after another. Like as you're just trying so desperately to to put the you know say this is awesome, this is great, this is you know la la la. And I'm sure the kids had a ball. It's just me sort of going, oh my gosh, this is way too much work for the for the amount of fun it affords. Yeah. So anyway, day one with the camping gear. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was something else. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even remember the rest of the trip. Like, I think we probably would have done one of our Alberta junkets where we, you know, Calgary Zoo and into the mountains. And, you know, I'm sure like there was lots to recommend it, but it was just. Oh, for sure. There are pictures, pictures of us at Lake Louise with Tegan in the little. Oh, is that the one? In the backpack. Yeah. That we're hiking and. It was fantastic. I'll, I will remind you that the rest was fantastic. That's why you can't remember it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, no. It, was, it was quite an auspicious start to our camping career. That stuff got us a lot of uh, nice nights and nice places. Although 
it was never more than a couple of nights and then some kind of hotel or something like well that was the compromise struck the balance that was the compromise that we sort of came up with we'd we'd go for two three nights max and then you'd sort of let me have a hotel so we could freshen up and have a good night's sleep yeah, and we hit, try again hit a water slide or a pool or whatever. Yeah, yeah 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 we made that, it work but that was good I, w- I have to say i wasn't sad when we sort of started going more into hotels <laughs> less into the tent <laughs> we still have that tent we're gonna spend another night or two in it before it's done got a great vestibule i mean really <laughs> yeah, i know you were very proud of your vestibule, vestibule. <laughs> store everything there mm. yeah yeah that's good you went on some camping trips without me that worked too oh yeah that's right too yeah i was still pretty committed to it and then there was one time when i had been away on an extended bike trip and i got home and you were kind of up to here with the boys and wanted to get some stuff done and it was my turn so so i took them solo they couldn't have been much more than four, eight, and ten, mm-hmm. something like that, or maybe a little older. But about that, we ended up at Madge Lake in Duck Mountain Provincial Park. Set up real nice campsite, hit the beach and stuff. And but I'm trying to I'm trying to cook and keep them occupied. And so I brought uh, you know mini disc golf so they could disc golf around the the various campsites and and then I also. I also had them doing tasks so that they would, you know, they'd have something to do and they could help out a bit. And so, you know, like I'm sure Sam was making sure the tablecloth got on the picnic table and all the stuff got out. And there was a, wasn't just a gopher, like it was a big groundhog of Mm -hmm. some sort that was really checking out our, our food. And it kept coming and it kept coming. I, I would scare it away or whatever. And, and, and so I said, Lucas and Tegan, you just chase, chase it away. Like keep it away from here. Cause we're, I'm trying to cook and we're trying to set it up. We don't want it scavenging. So just that's your job. You guys are big boys. You can help out by scaring away this groundhog. It was, it was harmless. If you walk towards it, it would go the other way. So anyway, so they would, they did that for a while. And I might have earlier on in the scaring away tossed a rock towards it just to get rid of it i think lucas saw this and you know the boys are pretty athletic or whatever so he was tossing rocks at it and then i didn't realize this but he had beamed it with a rock and so i went well where's the groundhog and they went over there and it was lying there it was not moving they did a really effective job keeping it away so we kind of left a trail of destruction, kind of like making lots of noise and probably leaving garbage in our wake and stuff like that too. So, yep, it was uh, it was fun. Holidays were fun, but mm-hmm. the camping, I can't say we ever really like we're hardcore campers. No. We're kind of like dabblers to save a bit of money, but mm-hmm. we got to some nice spots. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I remember going to Fernie, Fernie Provincial mm-hmm. Park. That was a beautiful campsite. So heavily wooded and stuff do you remember mm-hmm. any other good s- spots where we we camped at lake superior did we? <laughs> yeah. that was you the remember? black flies yeah, exactly we camped and got attacked by black flies in june and bailed on that one too yeah and around la maurice or oh yeah 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 la maurice yeah. in quebec that national park yeah that was beautiful part of that trip was the houseboat on the yeah camped on a houseboat yeah it was basically was- like an old trailer, trailer. We on were, pontoons we, we were yeah. trailer trash we were, at those, yeah we were at those places with the big yachts so yeah that'll be another story for another time all right so yeah hey we really ran this thing up oh my gosh 
<laughs> edit. I won't need it. I won't need to edit at all. It's just a one take. Okay, you want to sign off? What do you want to say to our kids about camping? Oh, just all the holidays were just so much fun. Yeah. It was just so much. It was so nice to see Canada with them, sort of. Really, it ended up being coast to coast, even got to Newfoundland. Yeah, it was just wonderful ways to spend the summer and see the, see the country and, and spend time together. I think, I think what you're saying is, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks for the hotels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A big thank you to Marlis for sharing that story that I had forgotten or maybe blocked from my memory. There are lots of other stories that she could have told that would have been even more embarrassing, so she was pretty nice to me. Yeah, that's a pretty good story. It's told kind of at my expense, but I'll, I'll take it. Some guests do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were not to be dissuaded, so... Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you next time on Stories Told by Friends. Take care.